Sam? Sam? <laughs> what an absolute asshole. So, right before, first of all, I fucking, see that, see the, see that guy over there? Look at him. Look at this little, look, he's, he's dressed so like a Make-A-Wish kid again I'm over there so in the corner. Mad. Just like, I can't stand you. So, so first of all, hi, Andrew Edwards. Welcome hey, to Genius Bar. <laughs> Yay, is this second or third for you? Second, third. No, it's my third. Well, oh, third with the real third podcast, one. with the real life. Okay, so okay, so you're. This is your third appearance. I just held up two fingers for the people that didn't see it. I just outed <laughs> myself. This is your third appearance. Yes. Uh, you have apparently been invited on this week because, and I don't recall, mm-hmm. but Sam informed me that I guess uh, last week I called you out publicly. You did I don't remember this. I, Here, well, I got the I don't, clip. You oh, you have a clip? clip. Oh, you yeah, clip. let's let's see let's the roll clip. It. Cool, Sam. That experience was incredible. But we aren't here for them. We aren't here to speak to them. We're here to speak f- for t- regular people, not Andrew Edwards. And Andrew oh, Edwards no. is just wrong. Hey, buddy, I know you're watching. You should come on the show next week so I can make fun of you because I know it's an incredible demo, but I bet your sweet ass you won't be sitting there every day wearing it. <laughs> Oh, those okay. are fighting words. From, from those are I, fighting words. I don't remember that. That was a from, long soliloquy. Well, from <laughs> well, to be fair, I said uh, I bet you're sweet ass. Yeah. So there was a compliment thrown in. Mm, true. It's it mm. was a comment out of love, and I think that's why I was confused Appreciate when it. Sam said I called you out because in my memory it didn't it didn't sound like that. In my memory mm. it said, in my memory this is how I said it. I said. <clears throat> Andrew Edwards, you beautiful man, you should come on and talk about civil, it was civil nature, uh, the headset. You really pretty man. I, that's what I said. Like, if you read between the lines, you know, that's right. what I said. Dude, you're backing up. You're scooting backwards <laughs> like Putin. Let's go ahead and do a confrontation segment, guys. you say scooting backwards guys. like Putin? Here we go. This is the confrontation <laughs> segment of the Genius Bar. <laughs> Um, okay. Oh my god, I don't want to fucking talk about this headset anymore. <laughs> I really put I myself watching. I really you put myself I was watching, in the corner, though, which I appreciate. You're you I think uh yeah, everyone watching and listening to Genius Bar right now, um you it what's it feel like to not be the number 1 fan cuz Andrew is <laughs> for sure the actual number 1 fan of Genius Bar. Texas every week in I the group notes. chat. You Ooh. took notes. I take notes. No, I mean not not last. I'm just in general. I listen. I take notes. Oh. I I text you guys. Hey, I don't agree with this. And it's usually Sam. That. Why is Sam always wrong? That's all that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah specifically <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Andrew Edwards. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm I'm just gonna give it to you straight, sir. Okay, please. Do. I'm feel I'm feeling pretty straight today. You know. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty straight every day, but especially straight today. <laughs> especially today. Now that Pride Month's over, you're you're back yeah. to 100 <laughs> percent Jesus <Okay>. Christ. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's a rough uh, for John. Andrew, you were yeah. on stage with us at Genius Bar Goes Dark. Everyone, uh Andrew showed up for us. Unlike unlike Sarah Dici, <laughs> Andrew like showed snazzy. up. Unlike Snazzy, mm. yeah, Quinn. Quinn, Quinn, how dare you get food poisoning the night before an event? May I say something publicly, real quick, just before you go in? 
please. I mean, yeah, it's your show too. Me and Quinn had a disagreement on Twitter about ad block and creators, and I would love to talk about that in a more Ooh, meaningful context. I would love to hear about what that was. And uh, I, I invited Quinn on the show, and I think you I texted call him, him out and, publicly, though. That's and I, I, and I tweeted him, and he did not reply to either. Oh, so wait, was it? Was, was the argument here, that though, bad? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would love to talk about. We should talk about this later in the show, maybe, because I, yeah. I have very distinct views, and he definitely has very distinct views. But anyway, As do I. I would. Yeah. As so anyway, do, please continue. As do but I, I. I want Quinn on the show. If you guys want Quinn, tweet Quinn or threads Quinn. What do you call it? A, a twid? Yeah, a thread? You thread him. You gotta thread him. Just thread him. Oh, that sounds sexual. <laughs> I don't want to thread. I just want to thread myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so Andrew, you came on yeah. stage with us at Genius Bar Goes Dark like a day after trying the headset. Yes. Tech demo was incredible. You were very impressed. Uh, okay, now you've had time to simmer. It's been yep. chilling inside of your soul. You've had time to think. Uh, tech demo aside and how amazing the tech demo was, uh, is this something that you can integrate into your life every day and live in it like Apple wants you to? Every day? That's a good question. Um, here's here, here's what, I, what I've been thinking. Tell us what you're thinking, I feel buddy. like... Now, I don't recall how the Apple Watch went down... I remember the introduction of the Apple Watch, the first introduction, but I also recall there was a second event because there was, I think it was like six months or so between here's what the Apple Watch is and then we're launching the Apple Watch, right? I think it was roughly that long. So there was a second event that told you more about the Apple Watch, um, kind of like retold you the original story, but revealed more than what they originally did. Mm -hmm. There has to be something like that coming with this as well. They're not just going to launch this in let's just say randomly february or march without a second event with developers there and showing way more than they originally did yeah so with that out of the way um the point there is there's obviously more that this thing can do than we currently know that it can do using it on a daily basis i don't know here's here's how i come at because when John was talking last week and several other times when John was talking about this product, he would say, you know, I'm not, I understand the tech nerds loved it, right? I understand the tech nerds who, who were able to get a first look at this were super, super impressed. I would be impressed too if I was one of them. Tech well, nerds with a talk, sweet ass. Well, yes, but we have to talk <laughs> to the average person here, Right. Then you went on to say how you've been doing this for, you know, I think you said 10 years or so. And Okay, is this where you're going to throw in that you've been doing this for 60? Listen, what about you? This is where I'm going with that. Okay. Because you said it, it, it's, not, it's not just for the nerds. That's just the nerds talking. But I come at these things, no matter what it is, from the perspective of not just a tech nerd, but someone who, like since I was five years old, I have loved consumer electronics products, right? Like I've mm-hmm. loved them. The reason yeah. I do this and I tell people like, cause when I started, like I was seen as like a journalist, but I always felt like it's not, there's more there because there's a passion that can't be subdued into just, you know, I'm reporting on the nightly news on a, in an unbiased fashion. I'm not, that's not me. Yeah. I'm very excited about th- this stuff. If it's new, I want to see what it is. I want to check it out. It's very exciting. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and on stage, I did say this is the most profound experience I've had with a consumer electronic product ever. Yes. Which I still, which I still believe now. Does that mean that I think <clears> it's <throat> a product for everyone? Absolutely not. But that's really mostly or like, yeah, mostly due to the price. If this was an inexpensive, if this cost the same amount somehow as a, the Quest 3, this is a product for so many people then. But mm-hmm. it, it's the barrier is going to be the price point. If I get one, which I will, the price doesn't matter here because anyone who would buy it at 3500 is the same person who would buy it if it was $5,000, right? Yeah. So I I will certainly find ways to use it. I don't know if it's on a daily basis. It's certainly not going to be all day. I don't know that it's something I would put on. Well, it can't be all day. Then, it has to be two hours. <laughs> well, no, because if you plug it into a 30-watt charge. So if you have the... I, I don't know if you guys know this or not, so I'm just going to talk. Just maybe people out there don't know, so yeah. maybe I'll have to talk to you. You put it on. You have the battery that it like clips and hooks in, so it, it was not. You can't pull it out like a MagSafe, so it stays hooked in. And okay. then on the battery, there's a USB-C port, and you can plug into that port. And if you're using a 30 watt or better charger, it will work all day. According to Apple, they said if you plug it into th- at least 30 watts, it like. You know how like some things you could plug in like 30 watts, like, I don't know, a Steam Deck, and it'll just like, it'll just make it discharge slower, uh-huh, right? Yeah. So with the Vision Pro, if you plug in 30 watts or better, it'll just work like it's like it's a laptop plugged in. Mm-hmm. So that's easy. Like you just put it on, you plug it into, you know, USB and you're good. You can, if you want to sit at your desk and use it all day, you certainly can if you're comfortable inside of it. Uh-huh. It's just such a new, this is really what it is. It's such a new idea and such a new thing that it's hard for me to imagine doing that. Comfort aside, I'm saying if it's completely comfortable, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I can't envision yet a daily, like my work day, wearing this, having giant screens all across the room and not being kind of like what the hell's going like <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like i feel like some people will look at so i use the pro display xdr if you came over and looked at the mess of windows i have all over my screen you'd probably be like how do you work like that but to me that's how i work it's fine yeah no big deal yeah same i feel like that reaction from someone who doesn't work that way would be how i would see working in the vision pro like mm, I've got, okay. I've got something across the room over there, and I've got yeah. this in front of me. And <laughs> like, bro, oh, what are you me. doing? I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, but as you alluded to earlier, I'm old, right? I'm I'm 42 years old. Okay, that's not old, right? But what I'm what I'm saying is, remember when TikTok first launched? I remember when TikTok first came out. Well, I was one of the early adopters who embraced it. And and saw like the potential for what it oh, could yeah, be. Oh yeah, it's it's while been great everyone always. else was like, "This is just the little kids dancing <laughs> app, bro. What are you doing mm. in here?" Um, but the little kids, like when you see, I don't know if they're little kids, but like the teenagers on TikTok, like how they edit inside of TikTok. Yes, yeah. I'm like, how the hell? <laughs> like I video edit for like a decade and a half here. How the hell are you doing all this? In yes. an app. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I was telling right? Sam last week or the week before that like when I started, I was ripping videos off of DVDs. Like I would record on the DVDs and then <laughs> right. rip them. Yeah. 
So I think there's going to be a thing, like, the younger you are, there's going to be a sweet spot where you put the Vision Pro on and you don't have 20 years of this is how computing is, that you have uh-huh. to kind of break <clears throat> and relearn. You just put it on and you kind of get it. And I think uh-huh. there's going to be people like that. Like, you're 22 years old, you get Vision Pro. I mean, if you have the money to get it, you get Vision Pro and you put it on and you don't have the, I don't know what you call it, baggage or whatever. Of, yeah. This yeah. is how things are done. Similar probably to how when the iPhone first came out, if you were 50 years old and used to using a flip phone and T9ing, you might have been like, <laughs> this is T9 too different. was the I have shit to get though. used to it. Oh, T9, I was so fast with T9. <laughs> I know. Probably well, faster I than I am now. Yeah, it's like a, you guys, what the <laughs> hell is T9? Really? Sam, no. What is T9? Sam, have you never sent a text message using just a number pad? Oh, yeah. My first, I had a flip phone. That was my first Yeah, girl. so that's, that's called T9. Oh, I, like, okay, I didn't two, know it was two, called T9. To get the C. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, oh, I okay. It, I never I, thought about what it meant, but I guess it meant text with nine buttons, I'm assuming. Although there's yeah. one. Is that button, what it meant? So <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm just guessing here. Um. So anyways, that was a long answer to, do I think I'm going to use it every day? Do I think I'm going to use it all day? I think the answer to both of those is probably no in the long term or in the in the medium term, I guess. In the beginning, uh-huh. I'm probably going to use it every day. I'm going to use it all day? No. I'm going yeah. to try to use it all day, probably for like a video. Like, let's see. I tried using Vision, for, right? Yeah. But for me, and I guess for a lot of people that do what we do, I can't let anything slow me down, right? So yeah. it, I can't afford to let trying to integrate Vision Pro into my daily life cause me yeah. to work slower. And that's well, that's, probably that's why sort I of what it feels like. It feels like added step. Like I can, I sit down with displays in front of me all day. Mm-hmm. Now I just put a thing on that is weighing that weighs on my face and that I have to wear to put screens and. Right in front of me, and I, I don't know. I just wish it would have done a little bit more. I mean, obviously, again, I hear everybody. I hear you. It's not released yet. There's still, but I just don't see. I just don't see a drastic change happening from now to then. I think, yeah, we'll get some extra stuff, some cool stuff. But it is at this point, it is what it is, and that's. Let me think. That's the part that worries me. Let me just say one. Let me say one thing real quick, if I can. Okay, just just one quick response to that. When the original iPhone launched, it was what it was until the App Store came a year later, uh, three days before the 3G launched. When the App Store came, the iPhone became so much more than what it was, specifically because of uh, yeah. the what developers saw that it could be that Apple did not see. And I think the next event for this product is going to show us that. Apple showed us what they see, but we haven't yeah. seen the developers who think outside the box or but- think differently than Apple. And I'm sorry. Do you want to do you want to jump in before I respond to that? Uh, the the iPhone was like its own thing. Was mm-hmm. was a new thing. It reintroduced multiple technologies as one concept. And this isn't that. This isn't the first VR headset. This is just right. another one. Just a really high quality one. Uh, sorry, AR. What mixed reality? Whatever. Uh, and the fact that they had, you can see what people use it for and what these headsets have done well and still miss that mark is just, it's like, 
I just have questions. That that mm-hmm. feels really weird to me that Apple, because I don't want to believe that they're that blind about the market or that stubborn, but that just how it that's how it feels right now, and I uh, I don't want it to feel that way. Right before Sam talks, I'd like to no, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm kidding, Sam. Go ahead. Go Sam, jump ahead. in. You guys can go. I mean, this is your podcast. I've been replaced. It's all good. <laughs> You're not replaced. Um, You're never replaced. Oh, thanks, bro. Uh, I basically, I'm definitely what Sarah said. Like, I feel like I'm very in the middle right now. Where I feel like I'm not as bullish as I was like day after it or day of it coming out. But I'm also very much not like John. That's like this was a mistake. They did it too yeah. early. Why did they? The, why did I they mean, present it like this? So let me let me say this. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have done this. I went back the other day, rewatched the entire Vision Pro unveil. Okay. Start to finish. Mm-hmm. And while there were definitely some misses, I do overall think it was a good presentation. So it, okay. at first I said it was a bad unveil. That was my take. I think I said that on stage. But I, it, it was more mid. I, I feel like there were a couple of plot spots they missed. Like, I, I feel like, for example, the biggest miss to me was the ad that they made for it where it shows the dad with the dreamer song, kind of like living with his kids, making them breakfast with the headset on. Yeah. N- no one's going to use it while making breakfast for their kids. Like, that, I, like that's that, just not, that that's not happening. Borderline laughable. Yes. And, and I, I think, I think, I think they should have marketed it. Yeah. They, they marketed it to mass market for this generation. Like they basically showed it like iPhone at a birthday party, taking pictures of your kids. We're like, Dude, no parents are going to have the time or patience to wear this thing with a battery pack on their head while making their kids breakfast playing soccer with them in the kitchen. Like, that's just not happening. That's not a real <laughs> yeah. scenario. Come on, guys. Like, Did you say yeah. playing soccer with them in the kitchen? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. he passes a soccer right? ball. He passes a soccer ball okay. to them while, while okay. he's making them toast. And you can um, see the it, soccer ball come because you could see through it. So Yeah, I mean, hey, great father, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. definitely father of the year. Father Let's give him a round year. of applause. But to suggest that you're going to do that while wearing a headset, I think that was a miss. Um, I, I think they did a good job talking about the technologies. I even think the the scenarios they laid out and like, basically I, I feel like the first third was really strong. It started yeah. to fall off around the Disney part where they started to go deeper into the experiences, like showing you using multiple windows for work and how FaceTime's like halfway there, but not all the way there. And I feel like it came back really strong at the end. Like the initial, just like the line, it's the first Apple product you look through and not at. It was a very good way to describe what it was. And instantly I was like, oh shit, I'm looking at the future. And then when the middle part of the presentation came, I was like, uh, I don't, there's a couple things here that are cool, but I don't know. And then I feel like it finished really strong where I'm like, whoa, this is an incredible piece of technology. Like, and I don't know if you guys have seen the reports that are coming out, but yep, the numbers are looking as low as like 130,000 produced in an entire calendar year because what? of how hard this is to make. Yep. That sounds two, two, two ind- yeah, two yeah. independent Apple suppliers have said that according to them, you know, through the rumor supply chain, Apple only ordered a hundred thousand of the specific parts they would need, which and the wording is equal so. only a hundred thousand, but it kind of sounds like yeah, if you like need they, the parts. They, there are reports that are coming out like now, recently. Yeah, this is a so this ago. is post announcement that are saying yeah. they've cut a lot of production stuff because of the complex design, which is a really cute way of saying they over-engineered the shit out of this. Like, it, it not, another point 
to Jern about they did this too fast and too early. That's you would we wouldn't have these problems if it wasn't too fast and too early. I I, I don't know that it's over engineered. Yeah, I, I, I disagree it's, with it's that. It's engineered. It's it's difficult to engineer today to be what they want it to be, but they succeeded in making it what they want it to be. So it's so not over engineered it to be a what do we call it again? Augmented reality headset with yeah, yeah that's what basically it zero latency, right? So they've achieved it. So it's not over engineered. They've achieved it, but it's expensive well, to engineer it. Yeah, and the ones that they did engineer don't work all the way. Like the Which ones you guys, the ones that you guys demoed, they didn't have the front screens working, right? Oh, well, I don't know if they, so I don't know if the front screens worked or not, or if it's just they didn't want to show it yet in in person. Like, I don't know when I was wearing it, if it was working, but obviously it's, it's no way for me to know because I'm wearing it. And I, <laughs> the only, and I, I, haven't, I never saw anyone else wear it. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if, it, if it's, if that feature is not ready yet or if it's uh-huh. just, they just didn't want to show it yet. Can I ask you another question, Andrew? Of course you can. Uh, so this, again, you, you've had some time to think about it. Yeah. We had Sarah on last week. You know, you, you saw the episode. Mm-hmm. And Sarah said it was pretty heavy. I was right. going to ask. And Sarah mentioned that, you know, maybe you didn't think it was so heavy because you got a thick neck. <laughs> I do. I do got the good neck. I'm a, former, I'm a former pro wrestler. I got the neck. I know. So, so I'm sorry. What did you just say? You didn't I'm know that? I'm a pro wrestler. He's not a real friend, dude. He's not a real. Fr- he's <laughs> not a. No, stop. I I don't get the joke. What's the joke? It's, it's not, not a, a joke. joke. Andrew, in a past life, was an actual, no, honest to god, are, real stop. life Just pro wrestler. No, you guys are no, making. No, hang on, up. Sam. Hang on. Let me describe this. Think, think the Rock. Right. With but with long curly black hair. That's, That's Andrew correct. Edwards. That's also correct. <laughs> that I'm not Sam making this up. This. this is real life. Mm-hmm. This is you're making this up. I'm not. Oh. I, I, is there anything online to prove this for us, Andrew? Not that I can reference real quick, but yes, I can probably find something like afterwards and, and show. Yeah, sh- sure. uh, send it to me, and we'll put it in the edit right now. All Remember right. future yeah. me to do it because uh, I know that I know I've seen pictures. So okay, yeah, it, yeah. We're not. It's not a joke. It's real, Sam. Okay, uh, I'll take your word for it now. My follow-up is this, Andrew. <laughs> How, when did it become uncomfortable to wear the headset? Oh, you weren't going to follow up on in? the pro wrestler thing? I'm We're just letting let that, that go? Slide. <laughs> I'm going to let that one um, slide. All right, so I wore the headset. I, I was saying it was an hour, but I really feel like it was an hour total. My demo, and I probably didn't have it on. It was probably like 45 minutes. I did not feel uncomfortable ever but i think that's for a couple of reasons number one the head strap that's rumored to possibly not come in the box they had that would that. be crazy they had that on there for the demo so i had the head strap secondly i feel like i had a really good fit on the the light blocker and they did not have all the sizes that they're gonna have when it goes on sale so like i know dan barbera <laughs> did not have a great fit, nor did Brian Tong. So theirs was less comfortable just because with something like this, or even even the Quest now, it's like you need to be looking at the proper angle. Yes. Right? And if it's, if it's tilted down a little bit, then you're not, it's going to start getting fuzzy and all that. For me, it was, it was really good. It was a really good fit. So that also helped with the comfort. However, when I took it off, 
when they said we were done, I took it off. I had the feeling that like my face felt not like super sweaty, but like moist. But so, fatigued. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, I didn't feel tired. It was like, you know, if like you're sweaty and then like cold air hits you. It was kind of like that. Yeah. Like, I took it off, like, oh. I didn't but what realize. was the weight difference? Like when you took it off, did it feel like huh, like you got something it, big it off your face? It wasn't like that, but it's definitely it's not what Sam said like a week prior on this very 100 show. hundred grams. Like this is going to be a, a as light as three sheets of paper, guys. This is crazy. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, that wasn't an exclusive report. That was from our boy Guo Min Shi, a very reputable Apple analyst, who I believe was maybe referring to just the metal front part and nothing else. Mm, maybe. Okay. I'm thinking it, that's where it got translated improperly. Okay. Because, you know, it's metal and glass. It, it's, it's, yes. it's substantial, but it's, it's hard to say. Like, Because the other thing could very well be that I was so immersed in what I was doing that I just didn't recognize. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that overwhelmed. I was, that I was Your it. senses. Yeah, like I had I had no problems with it. I did not feel like, oh, this is going a little too long. I can't wait to take this off. I didn't feel mm-hmm. that at all. But when I took it off is when I was like, oh, like my face is kind of sweaty, which felt like a tiny bit disappointing because that's 40 minutes. Mm. So how would it feel if it was, you know, an hour and a half or whatever, two hours or longer? So, you know, they need to, I don't know if the hardware is 100% finished or not. But they do need, I think, some way of like getting the air out of out of there or whatever. I don't know. But to get some fans in there or something. Um, <laughs> get some fans, guys. That, wait a minute. It's it's running Apple Silicon, so no fan. That'll that'll I'm probably come third party. Like no, no, I have a similar. A fan I have a visor. I have okay. a visor for yeah. my Quest that has some like vents in it. So I'm sure, like you know, third party. Oh, that's whatever. true. Yeah, just just something yeah. like that. But I never felt during my demo, at least, I never felt uncomfortable um, or that it was heavy on my face or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine, I would imagine there's going to be a third party that releases like a a strap where you can like slide the battery into it on the back, which actually will give you a little counterweight as well, make you even more mm. comfortable. So yeah, that because that's I'm what I do with really my Quest. Worried. I have. I have batteries that are like magnets that they stick on the back and that balances the weight much better for the Quest because the Mm. Quest is just like, you know, it's all in the in the front and then they give you like two Velcro straps to hold it on your head. (laughs) and You're like, that's not enough. (laughs) So I have. Yeah, I can't really use my Quest 2 anymore. Like it actually hurts Mm. me. This this he's such a goofy little fuck. No, I'm none not. of this I'm was being, said until the Apple serious. one was announced, and now yes. it's now it's not good. <laughs> you know why? Because I didn't touch it for months, and then I was like, oh, let me try VR again. I was like, wait, VR sucks. Here, here's my final take Silly on this, boy. and I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna stick with this until it comes out. Let me hear it. I think this is going to be a first generation product, and I think that expecting okay. it to be anything other than that, John, is a bit unrealistic. You could People say like that. To say, you, you could say that about anything. Like, what is the what? Where where do we draw the line? Where where is it not? I think there's another me, line may I, here. But may I finish? The Apple Watch. People like to reference the first Apple Watch. People saying the VR headset's not going to be like that. It's not going to take off like that. You're right. It's a very fundamentally different product. But the Apple Watch, the first one, was a first gen product. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but it 
was pretty slow. And it took a long time for things to load once you actually open the app. And the fitness tracking was pretty basic. There wasn't as much stuff built in it. And the battery life was not very good. At the same time, it was still a product that I fell in love with. And I've been wearing an Apple Watch on my wrist every day since then. Like Even though it wasn't perfect Gen 1, the value was still there. And it was still magical to the point where I still used it in some way every single day. And I believe that that's what the Vision Pro is going to be. Like, and I, I think us expecting it to be like iPhone 14 level, perfect 14 gen no. perfected is unrealistic. That you, no, you're just misconstruing my thoughts. That's, I'm not hoping that that's what it is at all. I know it's not. With the, the to go to like piggyback off of your uh, Apple Watch statement. Yeah, it was a little slow, but like you could see, oh, if this was just faster, like you could see the potential of things. And that's the exact area where I feel like Apple missed. Like it's not just slow is not even the problem. It's their vision. I hate that this is how it's coming out of my mouth, but it's their vision that I feel like they were, that they missed. I feel like the things they think we're going to use it for, the things that they think we should use it for are just misguided. I think there's a there's something here. Sam was just talking about what's a first gen product, um, and on Geared Up the other day we were talking about this, and I think it's even I don't know if I, the less than that or it's not even a first gen product. This is for the first time in a long time, if not the first time, um, the first time I can remember. This is not. This is not a mass market product that Apple is releasing. This is not. I think we agree. This is a product that Apple is putting out there to get us to where they want this product to be in a way that even the first-gen Apple Watch, right? Like, we are hardcore, like, tech nerds. We're using it. We're, like, downloading apps to it, right? The reason our batteries didn't last as long is because we're actually pushing it harder than the average person. We yeah. just get some notifications every now and then, right? This is going to be, despite the fact that the hardware is fantastic. So I'm not saying from a hardware perspective, this is not going to be slow, right? Yeah, no. Battery <laughs> life, I guess, is it's on par with, I don't think it's terrible. Um, but at the price that it's launching at, and for the things that Apple has shown us so far, this is really a product that's more about the possibilities of where it can go than what it is on day one. I say that with a caveat of what are the developers going to do for it? Because mm-hmm. there's still, I think there is going to be some things that surprise us that we don't know yet. Kind of like when Apple, like Apple shocked us with the M1 chip, right? And then later was like, hey, by the way, we have this thing called Ultra Fusion that we never told you about, where we can just fuse yeah. these things together. And now we have the M1 Ultra that's eight times faster than the M1 that we just blew yeah. your minds with six months ago, right? I feel like there's going to be stuff like that where it's like, we didn't tell you the whole story. I hope and so. And now we're going really to tell you the so. whole story. But even when they do tell us the whole story, $3,500 is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I was I was actually spending time like what is something that costs three thousand to four thousand dollars that an average person buys like 
and really buys for leisure, not for necessity. And I was having a hard time, like aside from like a vacation or something. Like yeah, like even and that's an expensive vacation. Like I don't see people even spending three thousand dollars on a computer. Like it's like ten percent of the average American salary, bro. Right, like that's that is that is a hard and also sell. this isn't three thousand dollars. It's not even thirty five hundred dollars to right. get all in with this. Like it's it's thirty five hundred dollars if you got twenty twenty vision and don't got a funny Which head. I do. <laughs> you, you do okay. well. You do. Have, you don't you gotta have a flex f- like that. I'm 2020. I'm 2020 out here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Listen, that's cool. Listen, well, no, for the rest but, of us, we gotta buy lenses and the goofy fucking head strap. There's one thing that um, Dude, Rettinger mentioned head is- on Geared Up the other day, which I didn't think of prior, and I, which may come into play here when it comes to price, which is Apple's buy now, pay later. Um, not not the not the um pay over four but if you have an apple card like mm-hmm. you know I, I do this all the time with apple stuff like if it's a computer i'll just do the thing where it's like oh i'll pay over 12 months no interest so just pay yeah. it, it just breaks the total up into 12 and you just pay it every month no interest that could make it much more palatable to mm-hmm. purchase for a lot more people than just dropping you know yeah. with tax 4100 to 4500 dollars but <sighs> still Still, it, it makes it, it opens it up a little more, but it's still yeah. not a mass. It cannot be a mass market product at that price. It just cannot be. Agreed. I I, I got to hop in here. I'm hearing, oh. and I, I'm just I'm saying it like it is. Say it like, like it is. Me the, people like to call me the apple sheep. I'm hearing a lot of cope on this podcast. Okay. I'm hearing us making justifications for the price. I, I'm hearing. Not me. I'm hearing. No, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm I'm hearing John kind of winning this debate. That's what I'm hearing is the referee. That, that's but that's what I'm saying. Like over time, you will see that my, what I'm saying isn't that that drastic. What is the it's, debate? I guess that's my question though. Because I, I don't like. I don't know. Is the product going to be great? I think it is. Is it too expensive for most people? I think that's also true. Is there stuff that Apple hasn't shown us yet that's going to make us more excited about it? I I really do believe there is. Um. So I don't know what the. I, my, what, is, what are the sides? I guess what are the sides? I don't know. I I mean, I, you you know where I stand. I haven't changed or budged from where I stand I, since. I I think the sides are glass. This is exactly what the sides are. Andrew's glass half full. John is glass half empty. That's yeah, literally yeah, what that's it is. That's a fair way to put it. Yeah. Andrew is optimistic about the, this product, and John is pessimistic about the, the Vision it, Pro. It's, it's it not is. even just that, like, so I, I agree with Andrew. Like, I don't, I at no point did I think this was a mass market product. My issue is that, you know, that a- Apple's doing their marketing thing, and they are showing it with regular people wearing it how they think regular people will wear it they put so much money behind it they put it on good morning america the next day uh that's regular people very much regular people they put they funneled so much money into the youtube ad that has like 50 60 million views now like they're making sure regular people get to see this and so as much as I want to say and say agree with you and be like, yeah, you know, just mass, it's not a mass market product. I get that, but they aren't exactly trying to keep it a secret either. In fact, they're doing the opposite. It's their most viewed video ever, isn't it? Here's my question. Let me check. Everything you just said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not disputing. But here's my question. Okay, ask away, Andrew Edwards. We all agree, Apple is probably 
I would say best, but I'm at least say top five when it comes to marketing. Oh, the best. I would, yeah. Okay. I don't think I, I rank anywhere near Apple when it comes to marketing. So here, here's, <laughs> here's my question. Yeah. With the knowledge they have of marketing plus their R&D, and I don't really understand, just to be honest, how R&D works with a product that no one has seen yet. Like, how do you do that? But the, well, I guess the same way with just like, you know, looking at the rest of the market, looking at the quest, okay. looking at the vibe, you know, stuff like that. If we if we agree that they are kings of marketing, then could it be possible that the marketing they're doing, even if we look at it as confusing, is actually the right marketing? In other words, what I'm saying is. Is the average person. Is the average person looking at the dad cooking in the kitchen? Mm-hmm. And let's just say the average 20 to 30 year old, since we're talking future here, and Apple is probably marketing towards people who will be able to buy this now and understand it now and, and, and where it's going. Are the people who Apple sees this product as in the future, are they watching things like, you know, sci-fi movies and Black Mirror or whatever and thinking, that does look like the future. That does look like the future I want. Mm-hmm. That is the future I want. And Apple's making the future. And the, the way they're marketing it is different than any other product we've seen. Even though, let's be honest, this really is, this is a VR headset. Because when you look through it, you're looking at lenses. Yeah, you're, you're, not, yeah, looking you're not actually. Real, right? This is yeah. a VR headset that gives you a VR experience of what ar is that's what this is but they didn't market it as a vr headset they marketed it as something different and something almost to aspire to so if we look at this from our perspectives of here's what products are in the past and here's what products are today Uh and we like evaluate products all the time is there and i'm not saying this is true but it's more of a question could we be missing the point which is the people that we're marketing to as Apple, they are going to aspire to this future that we know based on R&D and everything. This is the future they want. And we're showing them that mm-hmm. this is what it is. And you might miss the point if you're like, I'm not going to wear this to make breakfast or I don't want to wear this to take pictures of my kids because there is a larger segment of people who will see this and say, that's exactly what I want. Could that be possible? That, you, I, that's I think totally that's fair. Very valid. Yeah, I yeah, think that's, that's a really good point. That's totally fair. I think uh, in the video that I did about the the first one that I did about the headset, I said that I don't necessarily believe Apple is a technology company. I think they're a marketing company. Like I think that's what their core at their core. That's what they are. They don't really make anything themselves. They design them and mm. outsource other companies to make them. But all they do is repackage it and make it seem like you need it, and that is. Apple at their core and I that's I think that's why I was surprised the most because on this show over and over again I kept saying this is Apple's job to tell us why why we need it or just regular people too why they need it why they need AR and VR and I just feel like their idea of what this is is misguided and wrong. I think developers will ultimately save this the way they save a lot of things, but at least mm-hmm. with Apple Watch and iPhone, I feel like we we were on the right foot when we started. And I feel like in this, we they just cut off its legs. There's no foot. 
<laughs> there's no feet. And so I, I don't know. I'm just, I hope that, because uh, that could be right. And I hope that the marketing works out. I just think that even regular people seeing that and go, yeah, that looks cool. I think it looks really cool. Uh, it, but it's just, how cool can it be after the sixth time, the seventh time, the eighth time? It's got to be. It's got to be more than just cool for you to keep picking it up. Gotta well, yeah, that's going to be the test. Like, yeah, and I'm not saying a year from now. God, I hope it's out by then. <laughs> I feel, I feel like early, and they reiterated early a lot of times. Early 2024, 20, they they kept so, early, like they would reiterate early. Okay. So. Does does that mean January though? I feel like it means March or April. It could be. I think January to March. Yeah, like first quarter. I, so so what 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 is the second event when we hear more about this? Then is it September? Is it iPhone event? I feel like I it would be when launch happens. Yeah, it would be when launch happens. Well, really? Well, don't well, remember when we were hearing. Remember when this was definitely launching this year, and it was definitely launching in January at its own dedicated mm-hmm. event. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe that was just a year off. Mm, I I don't I don't dedicated. It sounds weird. Like for the Apple Watch, I, I looked it up. So yeah, it was March 2015, about six mm-hmm. months after they announced it, where they they did talk about it for. Let me look. I actually was that a dedicated event or no? was not it was where they announced the all new well at that uh, at the apple watch was just an accessory at that point like you needed your right, iphone right. and yeah but i mean yeah they did a good 40 minutes more about it at this event mm-hmm. i i don't like maybe I, not a dedicated I, but definitely I, I, would... I could see september if it would be launching in january or or maybe october event I, maybe october i can't like i, I can't I, either I, I feel like if it has to be announced upon a launch. So whatever event comes closest to the launch. Friday and it's coming next yeah. week. One of those things. No way. They can't, they they can't do that for the watch though. But they can't go into September and be like, hey, remember that thing we told you to wait for? Yep, still waiting. See you in January. <laughs> I, like, don't say anything else until you're ready to ship it. Mm, I mean, listen, the March event did that. It was just like, and it ships at the end, it ships in April. But it was the end of April. It was like the very last day in April they started shipping. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm I'm saying that's realistic. If they do like an October event, they'd be like it ships. In you didn't say October. You, know? you said September. I yeah. could they, they could do <laughs> September, bro. I'm just I'm spitballing. I didn't say I absolutely believe it's going to be in September. I did. So yeah, I, I don't see know. It possible, bro. But it, I I don't see a dedicated event that. that you feels might be right. Off. Just because they've never done that before, I don't know. I try to base it on historical facts. Well, I, I guess when when we say dedicated event, I don't mean that's all they're going to talk about. I mean the event, like that's the main event. That's the headliner of the right, event. Like the iPhone like event how, is the Yeah, iPhone. That, that's the iPhone event. There's more stuff that's usually announced there, but that is very clearly the iPhone event. That's oh, why they well, did the event. You should use your words properly because that's not what dedicated means, Buster. <laughs> Buster. How, how excited are you guys for, just out of curiosity, uh, the next quest? I'm could, more excited now. Less. Literally couldn't Don't care. care. Wait, Sam all. doesn't but, care. What'd you say, John? I'm more excited about the Quest 3 now. Are you more excited about it than a Vision Pro using one or buying one? That's a tough question. Uh, I'm excited about them in different reasons. I'm excited because I know exactly what Quest is, and I'm excited for yeah. a better Quest experience. 
So, and I will use that more than Vision Pro. That's just, and I will repeat myself again. Yes, I'm going to buy Vision Pro. I feel like any of my opinions that I say here mean absolutely nothing. If I'm like, well, no, actually, I'm not going to try it. Then, I ju- then I'm just wrong and an asshole. I'm excited about Vision Pro because I want to try it. I want to experience it, but I'm not excited about what it does in my life, if that makes sense. I'm excited to try the experience, but I know exactly where Quest fits in my life, and I'm excited about that. How often and what are you does using that mean? a Quest? Yeah, I use my I, gaming specifically. Yeah, yeah, just like being somewhere else, just doing some, just taking my mind away from. I don't want to fucking look at more screen. No, I don't want to do well, more what work. Makes you, so I know we discovered later that there's like a ten foot boundary um, in the Vision Pro, mm-hmm. but that's it. I don't know. I think for me, like most of the VR games I play, I I definitely stay within like six feet or so, mm-hmm. six foot boundary. So wouldn't that enable? Wouldn't the Vision Pro be able to do the same things? Like, hopefully, things you're excited about, or I guess, like, what what would lead you to think otherwise? I guess is my question. Uh, like that, it's although we don't have the VR like controllers, which well, that's is what a, I'm saying. An important that, part. That's what I'm saying. They didn't show that at all. Number one, and if that was going to be a main selling point, they would have had game developers and you know the whole thing that they do for iPhone. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that at all. And they have really positioned this as a almost like the Quest Pro and HoloLens mm. stuff that historically has not worked. So that's what I'm saying. Like R&D is there to figure this out. And if I see that this doesn't work, I just don't know how Apple is. You know, I, I, I don't get it. But my, my counter to that, John, is that I don't think HoloLens and Quest Pro have worked because they suck. It's like the concept itself that just doesn't work. That's that's no, the I, issue. I, I disagree because that's the concept fine. You can of disagree. A, the concept of a smartphone didn't work until Apple did the iPhone because the, it made it no, make sense. M- my issue is there's a disconnect. There's a trade-off that that that's going to happen when you put something like that on. The the concept only works in a small form factor as glasses as something that is that fits naturally into your life that doesn't feel like you've made a sacrifice. When you put this massive thing on your head, you're sacrificing and now you need to decide is it worth is what it does for me worth the trade-off? I can handle the uh the software issues with Quest. I can handle the fact that I put this thing on my face and it makes my face sweat for the experience I'm getting in return. And to just look at screens, the same I have no discomfort looking at the screen right now. Totally cool. I can op- I can do my work and do it well, and whatever. I can FaceTime you. All the things that I would do on Vision Pro, but just require me to make a sacrifice in comfortability. And that is not it. That's just not it for me. I'm, I don't know how, how else in so many ways to say that, but you, it's like, okay, we give our data to apps when we use them, like TikTok. TikTok knows what I think about most of the time. I'll start getting ads. But that is an understanding that I have. Does it make me comfortable that they know so much about me and have so much data? No. But do I feel that it's worth it in exchange for what I'm getting? And I honestly got to say, yeah. Like, I love TikTok. I love the platform. It's a little sus, a little sketchy. But that's the trade-off that I'm willing to make for a free app. Mm. That's just how it is. Like Every app collects our data. 
And so now the data is just the comfortability on my face. I'm giving that up and I'm giving it up for what? I need to be, con in order for me to think that that's worth it, I I've got to be presented with something that makes that worth it. And nothing that they showed me, unfortunately, makes that worth it. Actually, you know what? I don't want you to buy it. You're not buying Vision Pro. <laughs> okay. I, I want somebody that's actually going to appreciate it to get your unit. Especially if there's only uh, 100,000 of them out there. Yeah, if there's only 100,000, I don't want you to be one of them. So, okay, so do you want me to sell it after I try it? No, I want you to I want you to take your Quest 3, and I want you to go play your little stick golf with your Quest 3 at, at 12p, <laughs> and I want you to go have fun. I, I said that, and I you said and that Burn before. you can play stick golf, and I'll be in the future. That's and fine. you can be in Meta's future where you have this thing strapped on and you look like a cartoon. If that's, that's what you want, you can have that. Okay. Can we that's thread fine. in there? Can we thread inside the Yeah, can we, let me thread. <laughs> Did everyone start their threads John, account? You're a silly goofy guy and you're but, saying a lot of see, stuff, but, but you're see, really not saying a whole lot. When you but when you disagree, I'm like, okay, you can disagree. When I give a very well thought out opinion that you know makes sense. Even if you don't agree with it, you can see where I'm coming from. You just call me a silly, goofy guy and tell me no, not to buy one. I see where you're coming You're from. just like everyone on Twitter. I don't see... I see where you're coming from in some ways. I don't see where you're coming from. A lot of what you just said doesn't make sense where you're like, I'll give the... The, the, the Quest trade-offs are better than the Vision Pro trade-offs. That doesn't make For sense. me, they are, yes. Mm. But bro, you're comparing it to something... You're like, this thing I tried that I've used, I like. This thing that I haven't tried, they haven't showed me, but I don't like that one. I, you, no. You're, anything that you say will be fair once you have this product in your hand. I could I say the same like the thing fact. for you. Like, I don't understand how, how the pitchfork is on my back because I'm, only, I'm being negative and I haven't tried it. But you are because, being positive and it's fine because no. you haven't tried it. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying it looks promising and there are definitely issues, but I'm going to wait. But you're just like, ah, they didn't show me shit sucks. I can, Vision okay. Pro sucks. And I've I, noticed, I've noticed your audience feels broadly the same that I do. They do. So That's I, I, fine. I'm just, I'm trying to help I you will, see a different perspective. I will, I see the perspectives. I, trust me, <laughs> everyone in the audience is giving me the perspective. And, and you're right, like the majority of the audience uh, shares the same vision as you and as a lot of the people. I would say this is the first time in my career where the majority of the audience just outright disagrees with me. And the fact that I'm not budging, even though everyone like I'm, I, I have lost hundreds of subscribers over this that's and I'm not, that I know silly. I, that's silly, but like, I'm not, I must really believe it if I'm not budging. And I, that's, and you even said like, okay, now that we're actually having a, a thought out discussion, like, it sounds like there's a lot of coping happening here. Go back to my question real quick. Yeah, I, I agree with that. John, Go ahead. How much of your excitement for the Quest 3 is related to the AR portion of the device? Um, not a lot. So, because I, I think that's like, if I'm not mistaken, that feels like that's Meta's key selling point of the Quest 3. Obviously, hardware's uh, better. I, I, I'm looking and all the experience you already do now will be better. But it seems like the main thing that they're trying to get out there is now you'll be able to do AR, have AR experiences. Uh -huh. And you're saying that that part isn't really what excites no. you about this purchase. No, I, I, I honestly do like Quest. 
and the experience that I have on Quest, and I have complaints about my experience as well. And any new product that will better that experience, uh, I'm going to be excited for. Like I am actually in on Quest, and that doesn't mean I'm not going to be in on something else too. But the Vision Pro announcement actually made me more excited about Quest 3. Like when Zuckerberg put out the announcement early because they were trying to, you know, get in front of Apple, that looked silly. And I was still, you know, oh, whatever. Like, Apple's going to really show you up and it's going to be amazing. But the vision that Meta has for a device that big on your face makes more sense to me than the vision that Apple has for a similar sized product, heavy product, on your face. I understand that it's technologically incredible and does way more. It should. It's Apple. Uh, But, yeah, the, the fact that I saw Apple not have the vision that I thought they should have for this made me more excited for the Quest 3 and to just, you know, give that a shot and hopefully have a better Quest experience because of it. Interesting. And that's, I, I like, Sam and I both got Quest Pro and returned it. So, like, that didn't work either. I, th- I that same, the same thing could happen. Like, I could get Quest 3 when it's, once it's announced and be like, oh, this is horse shit and return it. That's happened before with Quest. I I just watched Meta's ad for the Quest Three, and they they don't get it. Okay. Here, I I think I just cracked it. I don't think Crack they get it. AR. But go ahead. Meta is marketing to the existing market. Right now, the existing market is you play games. That that's what it is. That's what you do in that's what you do in VR. You play video games. All right. Most human beings on the planet don't play video games. Like a lot of people do. A lot of people love video games. I love video games personally. I definitely play video games almost every night. I'm a Call of Duty head. I play all the time. But like most people that own an iPhone, I don't think like the billion iPhones, I don't think there's not a billion people playing like video games that would want to do that in VR. Yeah, right. Meta is marketing to that market because they know that that's how they can sell these in the short term. And there's no doubt in my mind that like right now, if you want to play video games in VR, yeah, the Meta Quest 2 is the best way to do that. There's just no question. I don't like it. It hurts me. I have a bad time in there. There's some magical experience I've, I've, I've had, but it's cool. Apple is marketing to the optimistic version, which is what they do with a lot of their projects. Like, like the the Vision Pro is what this is gonna be. Like you are, people you are, are gonna right. use AR to work. You are right. It's the same thing I've been saying for years. AR is the future. VR is supplemental, but AR is the actual future. The issue, though, for me, though, Sam, is that they put their fantastic, everyone's going to use this AR experience in roughly the same package. Big thing. On your face, heavy, last two hours. That's where they got it wrong. I will repeat myself again. Apple's vision for AR, cool. Definitely believe in that. Needs to come out in glasses or not at all. I gotta, I gotta. I, 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 listen, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You're just, I, you're not wrong. I just strongly disagree. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I have a that, thought on the, this the approach that they would take. And I want to get you guys' opinion on this. Okay. Trying Vision Pro actually changed my mind about this. Okay. I have been looking forward to the future where you put on a pair of light glasses that you just look through, you're not looking at screens. Mm-hmm. And they can intersperse 
information in front of you. Okay. So you're walking down the street and like, hey, I I, I want, I don't know, a chicken. You can see Andrew Edwards Threads account pop mm, up. Right, exactly. Just food, boom. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. go this way. We're like pointing you in the right direction. We're giving you information. Maybe you're on vacation. Hey, show me all like the cool, the cool information about this historic building or whatever, right? Yeah. You're walking around a museum and things are popping up and telling you. I now feel like that is a subpar experience to what Apple mm. has built. Now, I'm not talking about the weight of, of or the yeah, size of vision. I know what you mean, yeah. But if you had that, what I think a lot of people see as the future of, this is where AR is going to go. You put those glasses on and you sit in an airplane seat. You can't have a 90-inch screen 10 feet in front of you because there's a seat right in front of you, mm-hmm. right? So now it's in my mind become I don't I don't want a pair of glasses that I can see through and just have info pop up. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to dim the the lights in whatever room I'm in and put whatever in front of me and not have things blocking. How does that become like a pair of like sunglasses that looks like you're wearing a pair of sunglasses like how how do we keep how do we keep what vision pro is doing because i feel that this actually is more futuristic and more usable and gets way more use cases than the other solution which is here's a pair of glasses and we can just augment literal reality Mm -hmm. but it it feels like there's much less you can do with that yeah i think that's fair See, I always have doubts, and then every time I like actually sit down and, and go through the full spectrum of like the, the pros and the cons of this product, I always end being like, "No, they're right. They're right." Like anytime mm. I have a doubt, and and I, I want to apologize for attacking you, John. You're very much entitled to your opinion. Uh, it's fine. This this is not only is the audience, but like. Go back to the last three episodes of Genius Bar, and it's just a fucking onslaught. I don't want to talk about this headset next week at all. No, we're we're done. This is going to be the. I think we we're going to call this the final Vision Pro debate, <laughs> the <laughs> final one, and the then it'll be last minute Vision Pro debate, and that'll be last <laughs> second. Um, if there's anyone yeah, that could have possibly changed my yeah, mind, I, I think just, it's Andrew Edwards. I just yeah. I mean I. I I don't think that there's any doubt that this product is going to have problems, but like. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and for the most part, I agree I, I think, with Andrew. I think they did it. Uh, but that is apples to figure out. Like, do do the glasses tint and become sunglasses to, like, wh- or uh, is it something similar to what we have now, where maybe it dims them all the way and you're not seeing actual, like, actually through the glasses. Maybe you're seeing from cameras on the outside of the glasses that are that are emulating your actual environment to dim the lights and, and whatever. Uh, I just don't feel like putting an AR experience in a VR headset package is uh, the move. So I I, think I'm... You, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think you uh, very clearly explained the problem you have with this product a minute ago in a way that I had not seen you do. Well, th- thank you because videos. Sam just told me I don't make any sense. <laughs> so I'm well, glad I mean, that you like, think a minute ago when you, you really distilled it down to it is a heavy headset as two hour battery life. You're walking around with this and this really is not, this is not it for you. Right? Yeah. I think what you've said prior 
didn't get that point across. And it really felt more like Apple made the wrong decisions with the product that they have here, like just across the board. That, that's mm-hmm. kind of what, and now it's at least my understanding is so, software from the software side, you're down for it. The hardware yeah. is not where it needs to be yet and therefore should not have been, it should have, they should have waited until the hardware was closer to yeah. kind of what you envision the hardware should be. Yes, but the software, exactly. it sounds like you don't have a problem with the experience that they showed. I don't, yeah, no, I, no, I don't think so. Um, the, and I'm not even saying like, wait until you have actual glasses, but this, the form factor they put it in is not foreign. This is what every VR headset looks like, except this isn't a VR headset for the most part. It's mixed reality or however they're positioning it. And yeah, something just closer to where we're actually headed before you launch it and before you can only make 100,000 of them and have to charge $4,000 for it. Uh, yeah, that's... I Maybe... I don't know if I'll make a whole other video, but yeah, that's... And I'm not just speaking for... I guess I'm speaking on my behalf, yes, but I'm also considering how I see other people reacting to this after they buy into it and use it and the novelty wears off a little bit uh, because the novelty of VR and AR has worn off on people that have tried it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think that even I'll be extremely impressed with my first experience uh, on it with the tech demo and how incredible the displays look especially, you know, from a Quest user who did that, there's like two pixels that you're looking into and just hoping for the best. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm very sure that my experience will be a positive one from a tech demo side and just from, holy shit, we can do this now. Technology's amazing. Uh, but it just has to be more than that for me to keep using it. And that's, that's yeah. yeah, that's where I'm coming from. And I agree. I agree. But I, I, I agree with Andrew. I agree with both of you right now. I especially agree with Andrew that that isn't what I've heard from you. Yeah, I, I feel like you're saying. I, I just. I have been I saying this like is too big I, of a package. I just took that and and unpacked it. Yes, but I think that's necessary for this because I'm telling you how it reads. And it reads as apple hater that's salty. That's fine. And I, I, but I, I don't know how it could read that way because I have given you hours of me talking no, no, about no. this. I don't know I'm how it mainly, could possibly read like a hater. I'm mainly talking about people who don't watch the podcast, who have just watched your... If you made one or two, video, two videos two. on it now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I I just... Yeah, I because... Of course... I, 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 don't, I don't think folks have had a hard time... And I don't think I've had a hard time with you having an opinion be like, I don't know about this. I think it's just the way of which you've gone about it. It feels like Apple hater. And I just feel like that. I, I feel like your thoughts are fair until it's out. But I feel like to hate on something before you try it is silly. And I will put That's myself our only job, on blast for doing the same thing about folding phones. I was going to say, That's, but that's how... That is our job. And that's Apple's... To say that I shouldn't be able to speak to it until I try it, it's like, then why did Apple show me anything? That's the whole point of their uh, events and their presentations. So I know, supposed I know. to get one of these and review it. I was, and then these I was like... Folds. What are your thoughts? No, let's, let's, let's jump. Let's, okay, headset over. We did it. Everybody's Yay. happy. Woo! We're not talking about it again until it's out. I need John to drop a video called What I Love About Vision Pro. 
Okay. Wow. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It'll be, it'll be a minute long. Andrew, <laughs> let's just start broadly. What are your thoughts on folding phones? Um, using the Pixel Fold, what it really showed me was my problem. I've never been super excited about them. Like I'm excited from a, from a technology. Oh, how cool is this that you can do this, but never to be like, yeah, I want one yet or feel like they're ready for prime time. And what the pixel fold has shown me is, so the pixel fold is my favorite foldable that I've personally used. Wow. Um, And it's, it's completely due to the form factor and aspect ratio of the outer Mm -hmm. and inner display. It's cute. It, it, it feels way more usable using the outer display. It literally feels like you're using just a smartphone, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas the Galaxy Fold with its like... <laughs> the tall, outside is like primitive. Right. And it's like tall and... Th- like, why is it so tall? And like, this is just <laughs> not... It doesn't feel right when you're using it. The Google Pixel Fold feels right when you're using it. However... Each foldable that I've used, including the Pixel, in order to to do the things that are good, it has to compromise on other things to get there. Mm. So, for example, the Pixel Fold closes so tightly without an an air gap or whatever, like uh, Samsung has an air gap. However, in order to do that, they have to put all the hinge mechanics on the top and bottom, which causes a huge... Um, border or bezel yeah. on the inside, which I personally don't care about bezels or notches or whatever, but I know so many people do. So you want your foldable to close tightly and be as thin as possible. We solved that. We solved it by giving you a much thicker bezel than Samsung has um, because that's the only way to do it right now. So it's like yeah. there's so many or like, okay, you're buying a Pixel. This is an $1,800 device. You're buying a Pixel. Usually when Google releases a new Pixel, I think in the tech world, we know this. It's like, don't buy it day one because within 60 days, it's going to be like a hundred bucks off or whatever, right? Yeah. So you buy a Pixel 7 Pro or Pixel 7 even, I forget whether, like 600 bucks today or something like that. You can probably find one for 600 bucks, 700 bucks. So this is a thousand to $1,200 more and the cameras are not as good. If you're paying twice... Mm. Now, Sam, well, hold on, it, like because it's still a Pixel camera, which is still great. But I'm just yes. saying, if you're paying at least two times as much, you would hope to get at least on par cameras, like same yeah, yeah. camera experience, right? But then you would have to have this half of the foldable be as thick as a Pixel 7. And then that means to have, you know, yeah. Con- it would have to be so much thicker. So it's like there's so many little compromises for foldables still. Where the things that are good are good because they had to cut corners elsewhere. Mm-hmm. That I'm just like, you just don't, I just doesn't feel that way with a candy bar style phone to me, whether it's a, a, an iPhone or an Android device. Like that, that's the thing that needs to be solved is we're always going to compare, if it's a smartphone like this, we're going to compare it to other smartphones on the market, whether they fold or not. And the other phones that don't fold are so refined that yeah. every year it's like, what are they even going to do now? Because what's left? That's why we They're have foldables. So good. That's how foldables happen because people like us were bored. <laughs> right. But it, for me, like, 
but you so can tell the like the, the, it, okay uh, let's say the it's price, a though. it's a perfect foldable okay yeah let's say it's a perfect foldable all the areas where they compromised not a compromise okay are you still going to use that over a regular phone just because it opens up my perfect foldable would have to be an ipad mini that folds in half it would have to be this first is of not all, starting off strong. This is all, not <laughs> starting off. You using iPad mini and foldable with me in the same sentence, not looking no, listen, good. First of all, I, I'm not a fan at all of the iPad mini. smartphone that just folds <laughs> in half. Yeah. Okay. 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 I don't I don't like those. Like flip Are style. you gonna say a tablet that fold that's just more portable? I need a tablet. I need yes, a tablet that's that yes. Okay. There somewhere, someplace you can find clips on front page tech when foldables were brand new when I was like this concept what makes way more you don't need to make a portable thing kind of not it's not even less portable it's just more yeah. whereas you could make a tablet experience actually portable and now it makes sense yes yep. now now there are people average people out there that love the flip form factor they love it so much flip makes sense no the flip not the fold the fold is a, that's is like that's what i'm saying flip flip makes more sense to me than fold no, no, not no. you guys are on opposite spectrum andrew's saying he likes the unfold like a book yes so fold. Oh, john's saying fold. he likes the open uh, no like i'm a... saying for for regular people mass market i get why people like the, oh, yeah. the okay. flip ones not they that like i want flip. one got it, i got just it. i understand that more the flip yeah. will never be for me the fold though if i can get if i can get it basically it would have to be an ipad mini because i want it to be an iphone when it's folded and then if it's iPhone size and you unfold it, how is it going to be anything but an iPad mini? Like it just makes yeah. sense. It's going to be in the eight, eight inch size range. Now, all of the foldables that we have, um, like from Google, from Samsung, these have 120 hertz displays on the inside. Mm-hmm. Like Apple does not have that small iPad mini with that. Like that's basically all I want. If they can make me an iPad pro mini, I would be like, that would be the best tablet for me. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you're hurting Sam. <laughs> but Poor um, Sam, this episode. So if, if it's a, if it's that foldable, I would happily I would happily put that in my pocket. If it was an iPhone that I could unfold into an iPad Mini form factor, I'd probably use that all day. Like that would be fantastic for me. I don't uh-huh. I don't see I don't see the negative there. I guess. You know, I I'll agree with you. Show me a folding tablet. We're wasting our time yeah, on folding I, phones. It's Sam, such a silly, we finally agree. It's a, but it's a silly pursuit, and so many people will fight me, bro. The one person, this is a real story. I have to share this because this is this sounds like I made it up, but I witnessed it in real life. One of my best friend's girlfriends has the Z Flip 3. Okay. Her brother comes into town. He doesn't come visit that much, or he, okay. he doesn't touch her phone that much. He, he knows it's a folding phone. You can see the crease. So he folds it in because it was, you know, unfolded. She looks back and she realizes he accidentally folded the phone. And she goes, oh, my God, did you just fold it? What are you doing? He's like, what do you mean it's a folding phone? She goes, no, no, every time you fold it, it breaks. And then I have to take it to the shop. What? We've been to the shop 10 times in the past year. And I can't go back to the shop again. Oh you, you can't fold it. The shop. I'm confused. And I, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? So she started to tell me the story. Her foldable phone has broken 10 times in a year since she's had it. And the only way it doesn't consistently break is when she leaves it unfolded. As soon as she folds it in and unfolds it, it breaks again within days. So she has to treat it like it's a Galaxy S23? 
Why didn't she just get another one? Right. What? What Listen, shop is she I've going got to? questions too. Yeah, what I've got shop? questions too. But apparently, she, it's she's all taking in the it to Circuit the City and just she waiting by the front door. Taking it to these guys that won't fix the phone. My point is, Sam, were you there? Folding, you were there in person for this. Well, yes, when the brother folded it and she got pissed. Okay, so when she when they unfolded it, it was broken. No, but she was like, oh. she's like, it, it, she she was scared. She's like, it might not turn back on oh now. Oh my god! And that was a moment where I'm just like, man, it feels good to be right about folding phones. That's like, crazy. Yeah. So my my point being, but how, okay, how is that? Silly, how's goofy that, things. Okay, but like, how is that fair for you to not like folding phones? Call them silly, goofy things. Uh, before trying one. No, I have actually touched one before. I made a TikTok touched about it. One. You can follow me at I'm Sam Cole on TikTok. <laughs> okay, uh, but you, but you had been, journey. you had been saying foldables are not it. Why? Because you didn't believe in the concept that they were presenting you. Yes. Yes. Why is it unfair for me to do the same thing with this Vision Pro? Apple well, presented me with the concept. a concept. I think the concept is wrong. Ta-da. Okay, it's also not the first folding phone ever, or the first oh, folding Christ. phone of its type. But I, I called myself out for that. I said that that's not necessarily fair. I, but see, I'm, I know I'm a bit of a hypocrite for folding phones because I was so hard against them. Now, I will say I'm right. I will say I'm right. I will defend my honor there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like this is a product unlike anything else, so it's not really fair to compare it to anything else. When we've, we have a lot of folding phones. That's, I don't... I, I've touched ones that are okay. Like the wow, Hawaii makes one that's like... Hawaii. I love that. Uh, it's like fine. It's pretty. I've seen it. It, it again. N- nothing beats the rectangle. Show me something better than the rectangle. That's why I pick you as a friend. That... You are a rectangle. <laughs> I am. Maybe it's because I identify most <laughs> yeah. closely with a, a rectangle phone. Like it, it. Yeah, it looks like me. You know, people like things. They're <laughs> like them, and that's why I, I, guys, I have to reveal something. I've been wearing Apple's AR glasses for the past two years. Wow! Just now revealed. Incredible. Wasn't ready for that. Audio listeners, Um, you can't see, but I can see a bunch of (laughs) stuff displayed on his glasses right now. Whoa, Andrew Edwards is on threads now? That's really cool. (laughs) The last last subject we should talk about, because I want to hear Andrew's perspective on this. Yeah, let's talk about threads. New social network from Meta just launched. We didn't talk about the other thing, though, yet. We don't. uh, I I can't talk about the iPad mini. Adblock thing. Oh, okay. You did promise that, Sam. I did promise that. Okay, uh, you want to you want to do ad block? Or you want to do you get well, I, do you, both. I don't care. Let yeah, run down the okay. ad block thing real quick. Let's do ad block first. I put yeah. out a tweet. You put. I've out a tweet. gotten. I got ratioed harder than I think I've ever gotten ratioed in my Twitter career. People, pretty impressive. Majority of people on the platform vehemently disagreed with me. Okay, mm. so let me just set it up like that. I tweeted uh, about a week ago. This is your Vision Pro moment. (laughs) I said, uh, no, I I stand by this. I actually, I I feel more confident in this than I ever have. I said, quote, uh, let me share this tweet up on screen. If you use Adblock, you don't care about creators point blank. I have never used Adblock and I never will. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, So 600 likes on my tweet, Quinn replies. Interesting take. An incorrect one, but an interesting one. Three times the amount of likes on his tweet. I'm not um, shocked by that result, but yeah. He explains a number of things to share his perspective. Um, I disagree with almost all of them. 
uh, which is why I would love to talk to him about it. Like, it's not fair for me to have a one-sided, like, just rip yeah. apart his tweets. Like, that's not fair. So, yeah, I, I want to have a conversation. You want to call him out right now like I called Andrew Edwards out? Yeah, no, Quinn, <laughs> I would love, I, I want to talk to, I want to have this conversation in a way that's not through, because it was one of those things where I tweeted this late at night. He's sending off, you know, four or five tweets. I don't, I don't have time to reply to every claim and every tweet. Like, I, I feel like he wanted to have the conversation on Twitter and I, I was like, I want to have it in person. Um, so like, I think I asked him to come on. Maybe I, I texted him personally. Anyway, I, yeah, I, I couldn't go through claim by claim, tweet by tweet and reply. Cause that's like, I, I just not how a conversation about something like this works. So yeah, I mean, my, my perspective is very much what I said. Um, I, I stand by this. People are going to say what they want, but at the end of the day, it comes down to, yeah, it's an inconvenience for you, the viewer. Yeah. Ads aren't fun. I don't love looking at ads. And anything other than that is just false. People arguing privacy, people arguing tracking. You don't care about that because you probably also use a social media that tracks you, like something from Meta, something from like uh, ByteDance with TikTok. Uh, the, the people that are saying these things are looking for a reason to justify their behavior. And I get it, but morally, I believe it is wrong. And, and that's where I stand. Andrew Edwards? Here's uh, my take. <clears throat> I think your original tweet is I wholeheartedly no, I'm not going to say wholeheartedly I agree with the sentiment of your tweet um, and I the further in the past we go the more I'm in line with your tweet however I do agree with Quinn when it comes to what ads are today um, as of like four or five years ago Giving up, as John said a minute ago, like he's willing to give up, you know, different things for different experiences. Mm-hmm. If you're using TikTok and they're tracking you, that is a different experience than go to a website that's heavy on ads and watch. Have how you long seen the new tech somewhere. radar? It's basically just an ad. It's t- well, and it's and, the, and it's not even about. See, for me, it's not about the advertisement, right? Like if I put mm-hmm. an advertisement in my content and I'm I'm showing you an advertisement and you choose to block that i understand and agree with sam's take there however go to like an actual article if, okay if we're watching tv and an ad comes on we all know what that is we're watching yeah. a piece of video that shows us you know mcdonald's has a new burger and there's you know sears has a sale this weekend whatever it is right when a TV ad comes on, we know what we're getting. We're getting a piece of video and audio that's selling us something. Yeah. On the internet, that is a lie. We think we're just seeing a banner ad that's promoting something. We click on it, then we're going to get taken to there. But that's not what's happening. Your attention data is going from place to place <laughs> to place. You're, you're browsing where you put your mouse. Like one thing, not to go back to Vision Pro, but a big... One thing a lot of people miss when Apple was like, we're not selling where you look. Yes. Because because if like, I, and I don't know if other headsets do sell that or not or share that Wouldn't or not. Wouldn't be surprised. But Apple made a, a point to say, you know, if you're browsing a website and your eyes gaze on, you know, a paragraph of text for two minutes, we're not going to let someone know, oh, for two minutes they were interested in this. Now we can market to, or, or if you're looking through it at your house, we're not going to let that gaze data be used to market to you. On the internet, every single thing you do on a website is is being 
sold and resold and they're building profiles of you and, and just breadcrumbs say, of everything you visited yeah. in order like it's not just an ad that you saw in that the the data behind that ad is following you to the next one too it's crazy and it's crazy because they'll say this data is anonymized so it can't be matched towards you but if you take all the data like location data and is and yeah. you compile it they actually can identify you and how many people are aware of this like I'm aware of this because I'm into this world and it's interesting to me to know that most people don't realize that the banner ad is not just a banner ad. So for me, it's like I understand if someone says I'm not OK with this, I'm fine looking at ads, but I don't want, want to be tracked around the Internet and have profiles of me or my family or yeah. my kids or whoever I have my phone to sold and resold and used against me or used to market towards me. So therefore, I'm going to start using an ad blocker. Once that started, I completely understood why someone would use an ad blocker. Yeah. And I no longer took offense to people doing it. Prior to learning that, I did take offense to it and I never would use one. I still don't use them personally, but I no longer have a problem if people use them and I don't I don't have the same view that they don't care about the creator anymore like I used to. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's just like when Mark Zuckerberg I forget where he said this, if it was an interview or if it was in court or what, but in response to the <laughs> Apple's um, app tracking transparency uh -huh. thing where you can say do not track and they started losing all this money, he, his answer in whatever this was, was basically saying that he believes that companies are owed your data. How, who is Apple to stop us from taking this data? Who is Apple to give the customer an option to say no? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, I shouldn't be able to say you can't have it. You just believe it's just yours for the taking uh -huh. so that you can build. a Like for me, again, when I see it, it's like, okay, I get why people would want to block that. And I'm not going to say that anyone who uses an ad blocker is just making an excuse and use, using this as an excuse. For me, it's, it's, it's like... It's disgusting. Like the ad industry on the internet. It's oh, like, it's so it, it bad. It disgusts yeah. me. And so that's why I'm like, I mean, look at this fucking, look at this fucking website right now. <laughs> this, this is the new tech radar. When I said it's all an ad, I, I'm not exaggerating. It took, it took a few pages, but yeah, we got, we got there. Like it, that's fucking tech radar. I'm sorry, guys. Like you, that's fucking ridiculous. And that is why, like, so I, for for transparency, Sam, now let me give you context. I do use an ad blocker. I use it specifically on Chrome and specifically when I'm getting screenshots for front page tech. And I do that because the ads on that page like this, Best Buy didn't pay us right now. To, Best Buy and TCL did not pay to have that ad in Genius Bar right now. So I will block the ads on websites and stuff when I'm showing articles for B-roll. Um, but I think, so I... I agree with you, Sam. I just think that you were a bit abrasive on how you said it. You like criminalized anyone that uses it. And I think that's where the pushback happened. Like I agree with what Quinn said too. I just think context really matters. Like on a website like Tech Radar, that's a lot of ads, but it's not like 
it's not preventing me from seeing the information. So I probably wouldn't use an ad blocker there. It's sort of discretion. If the ads are just literally blocking my view of information or making it harder, I will use an ad blocker. But there are certain instances where, to me, yeah, it's just bullshit to use. Like on YouTube, they there's a perfect avenue. If you, I think that ads, especially on Sam videos, <laughs> are very intrusive, and it's like hard to justify. Wait, what, what do you mean? What do you mean, especially on my video? You go a little mid roll heavy, friend. <laughs> Every two minutes, yeah. <laughs> But like, but you don't have control over the ads. Like you put them in every two minutes, but YouTube might go, okay, wow. here's a fucking 60 second ad that you got to watch right now. And just like, it is a lot. Uh, but I still don't think you have an excuse to use an ad blocker there because they give you an avenue. YouTube premium exists for that yes. reason. So to use ad block on YouTube or brag about using YouTube Vanced or whatever, like, fuck you. No, that's not, I you, agree. You, it's not as cool as you think it sounds. I, I, I have there. a lot. I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say back. Say all of your stuff back. <laughs> um, first of all, I got caught in a lie. I have used an ad blocker before. Um, I did uh -oh. it for the same reason as John's screenshots for videos. I have done that before because they didn't pay for that ad space. Um, okay. That is the only context in my entire life, and I don't do it anymore. I actually I stopped doing it um, because I still believe that those websites deserve to get that fraction of a penny for my view. Um, another thing that a lot of people have overglossed is I think I said, you shouldn't use an ad blocker anywhere on the internet ever. That's not what I said. That, But that's I how said, I read, and to use uh, your okay. words. And that's that was fair. actually my understanding too. Sure, sure. And, and that's that's fair. I said a key word that people overlooked because they felt attacked. And I, I did this tweet intentionally because I, I had a feeling it was going to go this way. Like I, I didn't tweet this and I was like, oh, most people will agree with me. My, my entire life, I've, uh, my friends... They they will cite times in high school when I got into heated arguments with them about using ad blockers mm. in my early days of doing YouTube. I, I, I've been like this since one subscriber. Like this is not a, oh, he wants the maximum money. Oh, and I'll, I'll break off and talk about that in a second. But I, I've always been vehemently against it because people deserve to get paid. And everyone, I, I agree that the tracking is gross. And I agree that the ad industry can be nasty. But as you reference on YouTube, there's an alternative. On most of the internet, it's not. But creators need money to do what they do. And right yes. now, as scummy and dirty and gross and icky as ads are, that's what it is. And when you're starting up on YouTube, when you're starting up on TikTok, that's how you make money. I yeah. wish that there was a better alternative. I wish everybody could have sunshine and no roses. I TikTok, though. Uh, yeah, I guess not in in the app. Um, yeah, and that applies to YouTube Mobile as well. But uh, my point being, everyone like you don't get to say I'm blocking ads until you show me a better system, creator, because that's not fair to the creator. That's a hundred percent on the side of the audience. And like creators need money, bro. I'm always on the side of the people that don't have the knowledge to do sponsorships that might be making. Like full transparency for years, I made a hundred percent of my living off of strictly YouTube. Yeah, ad but sense. that is just that's just goofy, is what that is. Yeah. Like no, uh, there are but, people that that's all they depend on, but like then you're doing the wrong thing. But that's an education problem. That's not an ad problem. That that's a creator knowledge. I don't gap. want to excuse the tech. Like so, you have creator. You have viewer, 
or consumer and you have the advertiser. Yes. The advertiser is the villain here. And yeah. they're villainizing the viewer, the consumer, and they're rewarding the creator for give me access to villainize your consumer or your viewer. Right. Mm. And when you say I it like that, it wanna, sounds icky. Right. I don't want to excuse. Well, okay. Like I don't want to excuse the villain here. Cause I, I don't think the villain is the person who's blocking the true villain. The villain's the villain, right? The villain is the advertising. The whole shit. Andrew industry. be spitting right now. <laughs> okay. So I'm not going to demonize the person that says, I am not going to allow. I, I love watching Sam videos. I love watching John videos. I love watching Quinn videos, but I'm not, I'm not going to allow this scummy company to steal my data and use it against me so I can learn about what today's Apple rumors are. Right. Yeah. Like that. So that the problem is the ad industry and that's what needs to be fixed. And it's okay with me for someone to avoid that. I think I'm probably the poster child or one of the poster childs for. Supple, supplementing like, other income. Yes, for, like, for like yeah. having, yeah. For like having like number of subscribers to revenue generated. Yeah. Like if you took my YouTube ad revenue away, I'd be completely fine because yeah, it's, it's my responsibility. If I want my business to survive to plan for, for this, it's not that I, I made the video it was my choice and the viewer is rewarding me with their time. It's not also on them to like, it's not their sole responsibility to make me money. I disagree that like, if you, if you're on YouTube and you're using an ad blocker rather than using YouTube premium, because the avenues there, I think that's, I think it's a bit messed up and I think you should pay for YouTube premium. There's a way to get no ads across YouTube and it's great. YouTube Premium was called YouTube Red back in the day. I bought it day one, have never mm -hmm. not used it. Same. Uh, and there are plenty of other websites that allow you to at least eliminate most of the ads through a subscription. And that's just up to you to decide if that website is, if that value is there for you to, to give up eight bucks a month or however much. Yeah, um, and to clarify, there were some people in the replies in my tweet, they're like, so I can't even use YouTube Premium? That is, no, that's not oh, what I'm yeah, saying. No. Of course... <laughs> Like, I I'm definitely not like, and I like don't that. support YouTube Premium. Of course, I support YouTube Premium because that's a transaction happening for me. Yep. And and this is one of my faults as a human, right? But I but I, I am saying by the fact that the relationship between me putting out content and someone watching the content, I really appreciate people's time. But like, you spend time shopping in Walmart, they don't give you a discount because you've spent certain amounts of time walking through the aisles or looking at things. Like, it is transactional for me. If you're watching my content. I believe that I should be compensated in um, some way other than le leisure time, right? So just like hanging out with me. That's not to say I don't appreciate the audience. That's not to say that I don't love all of them because I do. Like, I, I don't want this to be like, give me money. That's all you're worth to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying on a principle standpoint, I wouldn't walk into your business and expect something for free. And I think that there's a, I again, you guys make Andrew specifically make very good points about the tracking and the are in the ad industry. That is my only problem I, I, with it, by the way. I, I, okay, and, and that's fair, right? Like again, Same. that yeah, that's the I thing. Like, like I, I, I do agree with that. you. I agree with you. Um, I think context. I so. think many people. I, I would argue the vast majority. I don't have statistics, 
I believe the vast majority of people use that as a scapegoat and they're just lazy because they don't want to see ads. I agree I with that I'll, too. I agree with that. Okay. Too. Okay. I agree with that. that too. I agree with that three. Okay. okay. Well then I, yeah, I think we're on the same page because I do agree it, with I, that too. Yeah. I, I think what frust- that we can't, we can't just, it can't just be an, an argument between creator and viewer and leave out like the biggest problem, which is advertiser. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Okay, I agree. Like, I agree. you know, um, uh, Gruber, Gruber's website, Daring Fireball, right? He, he has him. one ad. I love on how there, he does it. Yeah. And his ad doesn't, it's just, it's a, it's a picture and you click on it and it takes you to a sponsor. If someone ad blocked that, I would have a problem with that because it, there's, it's not making the page slower. Yeah. It's not tracking you at all. You just don't want to see ads and now he's not making money. Like, I, I, th- I almost I'm think. I almost think websites and, and just anything that up. presents ads in general, um, it's a trust exercise. It's like, yes, the advertisers are the bad guys and we should think of them as bad guys, but also as a platform, there's a trust, there's a, tr- a level of trust where it's like, there is a line between appropriate amount of ads and actually disgusting. Yeah. And I think if you fuck with that trust, like Tech Radar is, sorry to keep singling them out, but they just came out with a new design today and it's filled with ads. So, I mean, but that is like right on the line where I can't even decide, okay, is that a gross amount of ads or is that appropriate? That's how close to the line that is because it's not really intruding on on me getting the information from the website it's just annoying and annoying i don't think is enough to justify ad blocker i agree i i think it's just i think every website every platform has to have like i don't i personally don't think and sam i'm sorry uh, this is not against you but i don't think youtube should allow sam to put a mid-roll in at every two minutes in a video like that's well, a platform issue. What do you mean? Just just to just to clarify how that works. If you put a mid roll every two minutes, that doesn't mean everybody's going to see a mid roll every two minutes. Yeah. That means that because YouTube wants to give a viewer an ad, I believe it's every seven minutes of viewing. Okay. So if you put it every two minutes, then if and they just watch an ad from me one minute ago, yeah. Then once they hit the seven minute mark, the next mid roll you have they'll put an ad there, but they're not going to sit through okay. a 10 minute video and give someone five okay. mid roll ads. Just, just so people know how that works. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't and think yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Well, and so like, that's how long I've had YouTube premium. I have no idea how the ads work on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. No, and I have YouTube premium as well. I use it because I'll accept on this show, <laughs> but like, I guess my answer is like, I don't like ads. So I'm going to pay up so that people get rewarded for their, their hard work. And yeah. Not everybody's in the same financial situation. So it's like, if you are, there's a free option. You just got to look at this thing. And hey, sometimes you might like what this thing has. Like, I also, I don't have a demonization of ads. Like, I truthfully, I I don't mind ads. I know I'm in the minority. Uh-huh. Like, I, I know that I'm not right there. But like, I do not mind ads overall. Because at the end of the day, I know, and this comes from perspective, right? As a creator, I know that YouTuber's getting a little bit of money out of that. I know they're making a little bit. And 
even though I'm going to be pissed for up to 60 seconds, one minute of my day, to know that someone will have a chance to do what they love or work for, that's always worth it. And whether it's the CEO of Tech Radar getting a, a fatter paycheck or the journalist specifically getting a cut, uh, I, I, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to do that. And, and that's just me. Again, I'm not saying that everyone needs to love ads. I think I'm just asking for folks to tolerate them so that more creativity is possible and enabled. Because uh, like something else that Quinn mentioned is he was like, just do direct to pay, you know, start a Patreon, you know, do sponsor. And it's like, again, it's easy to say when you're a large YouTuber, and that's something that I could probably do now. But like, I couldn't do that for the first five years of my YouTube career. So if everybody used Adblock, and that's not, that's not a really a fair argument because not everybody does. But like, that was my sole income. I'm not saying I was the smartest. I'm saying I had a lot to learn and I still have a lot to learn. I just, if that's a system that exists right now and it is with Adblock all or nothing, mm-hmm. it's gotta be all from my, from my perspective. I don't mind I ads either. My, again, my problem is not with ads. Like for Tech Radar, what you just showed, like that's their choice to show it that way. And my <laughs> choice is I either am annoyed by it and I don't go to that website or I'm fine with it or don't mind and I go to the website. But that's just mm-hmm. the ad. Like that's the visual look of the website. What I have a problem with is the tracking and the information stealing and people don't even get to, people don't even know it's happening. That's the worst part. Yeah. People don't even know. And that know can happen by that tiny happening. ads that aren't intrusive. You know, that's like- right. That's know. my major issue, and that's what I want to block. That's my major issue. I don't mind advertising at all, and I totally get that that's what helps pay people. I have a problem with I go somewhere, and I don't know all this, and I don't realize how much of my data is being taken and to be used against me later just because I went to a website to like look up a recipe or something. Like That just, to yeah. me, sounds ridiculous. But at the same time, a, a website you went to got the recipe for free. Like the, our access to information, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's it's this TikTok thing. Like I know I'm giving you everything, but I'm also getting value out of that. So, and at this point, it's 2023. If you don't know, you're giving up your life <laughs> in data. <laughs> like when you see ads on websites, like obviously some education has to occur, but uh, you know, there's there's such a fine line between the predatory behavior and whose responsibility it is, and the platforms and the creators, yeah. and then the viewers. Do you tap do not track or do you tap go ahead? <laughs> oh, no. I, I'll say I'll, I'll ask the app not to track. Why? Uh, because given given the ability to re- reduce the amount of tracking, I will. Yeah, I'll opt for that. that, but so that so it's not, not removed. Yeah. 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 I'm not I'm not saying that. I, like, yeah, of course. Do you do that uh, anytime you're prompted? Because I don't. I will allow certain apps <laughs> to track. Interesting. Yeah, like if general, I use I if I use the that. if I use the app a lot and not on like a I don't I don't I don't want to say it's as deep as like a moral issue. Like I'm not when the pop up comes up, I'm not like, okay, let's write a, a pros and cons list. Is this worth it? It's just that's, like that's just me. Yeah. It, there's certain like unfortunately, I know that if I let certain apps track, my ads will also be better. Like I'm gonna see ads regardless. Mm. Might as well show me something that might be interesting. I have bought a lot of things from TikTok. Um, has anybody, <laughs> yeah. has, has anybody on a large scale ever tried to make a YouTube premium for the internet mm. where it's an like ad block product that publishers sign up for and they get a fraction of everybody. It would only be Google that could do that. Right. At this point, it has to be the, it has to be the source. Basically but yeah, like, all the ads you see are basically all from Google. Dude, think about it. 
$9.99 a month. Like pay, or, let, let's pay, say fourteen ninety nine a month for, for the AdSense entire web. premium. I'd pay. Yeah, it. I mean fourteen. I'd pay. I would do it. Wait, isn't there something like that? If there is, didn't, I would wait, sign didn't up. Didn't Twitter try to do that? Yes, Twitter Blue used to give a fraction of your mm, Twitter Blue subscription right. free fucking yeah, Elon there was Musk no, that There were no ads on the it. website, and nope, you Elon got rid of it. Yes, it was. Oh, it was. Uh, it was called Twitter Blue for publishers and a uh, nine to five yep. Mac, and that suite was on there. And yeah, it was great. When you'd click on an article on Twitter, you wouldn't get ads because they were getting a fraction of your subscription. Yep, that's what we need. <laughs> that would be sick. Then, yeah, I mean that. I do agree. The unfortunate. Just to bring it back. Sam is correct that most people who use AdBlock just don't want to see ads and don't yes. care about any of these other issues. I totally agree with that. But just Thank because you. that happens, I still feel like there has to be a way for people who do know and are concerned to block and yeah. not be correct. The idea that sure. you have for like an internet-wide YouTube premium, I don't think we'll ever see the light of day because the amount of data at scale that can sell for a price that is ridiculous just will never match us paying nine bucks a month or something like uh, a wide database of immensely collected data on millions of users sells for way more than they would ever make from us, you know, trying to pay nine bucks a month to get rid of ads on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's just worth too much. It's, it's a really gross business. Andrew was, you know, he hit the nail on the head on the gross little head. Yeah. Um, okay, last else? thing. This Go has ahead. been a long pod. Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> last thing. Those last thing. Speaking of fucking one. Twitter. Threads. Yeah. Instagram's meta competitor. Yes, sir. Threads is now available on the App Store. Anybody with an Instagram account can sign up. You got your same username. Your follows automatically propagate. Your bio automatically propagates. Will I'm it fucking kill Twitter? Pumped. Will it kill Twitter, Andrew Edwards? Here, You've been on there for about six hours. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's most exciting to me. Um, now they were going to launch this later, uh, and Elon Musk, um, what rate limiting made them pull this forward and launch it. Mm, so amazing. the one feature I was excited about was activity pub integration, which is not done yet, but they still promise today. It's still coming. Um, for yeah. those who don't know what that means, it's basically like email. So imagine if Twitter was like, like I can send you an email from Gmail and if you're at Yahoo, you'll get it. And if someone else is at AT&T, they can reply back to me and we'll all see each other's email. We don't have to be on the same service. Yeah. So imagine that for tweets where you don't have to be on Twitter to see someone's tweet. You don't have to be on threads to see someone's thread. You can be on a different service. And as long as you subscribe to my address, you can see my content. So this whole thing with Mastodon being Twitter's, you know, alternative, it's so difficult for the average person to understand and get set up on. It's gotten a lot, a lot better over the past few months, but still not, not that easy. Instagram is going to integrate with ActivityPub, which means you don't need to use threads to see threads. And you can mm-hmm. follow people on if you use threads who don't use threads. So now threads can be the one place you go to, which is simple to sign up for. You don't have to figure out Mastodon yet. Everyone on on Earth or anywhere. Everyone on Earth has a meta account. Yeah, exactly. Like this is going to be so I'm so excited about it because I have grown to more and more every day. Like 
I fucking hate that place. What the heck? I used to, like, I have, my Twitter account, I think, is 18 years old, by the way. I've been on Twitter since Samothy was two years old. Okay. (laughs) I have been there for a long time, and I've loved it. There was a time where I loved it, going there every day. Like it was just my, my friends are there, and and the people who are interested in what I'm interested in are there. And now it just feels like a terrible algorithm that just tries to feed me things. Oh, that it's are so bad. It's, and I'm like, you're terrible. gaslit every day by the CEO. It's like <laughs> right, rate rate limit, rate limit, and then all his fucking tweets are how ironic. <laughs> you people are hitting rate limits by complaining about the rate limit. Like fuck you, dude. If I he's a witch. He's an actual witch, I think. I can't stand... And people are like, oh, John Prosser's still here on Twitter. Yeah, I fucking hate Twitter. I want to leave Twitter. I'm only there because you're there. It's my job to oh, be where you are, and you Aww. guys are still there. And the, Thanks, Not you. Fuck you. The, the audience. <laughs> you guys are still there, so I ha- it's like almost my responsibility to at least be present in a way. Which is why I'm so excited about threads. Like, this is not just another Twitter competitor. This is an existing database of users ready to pop off. Let me put this in perspective. Twitter every day has an active user base of 300 million people. Instagram has an active user base of 2 billion, with a B. All those accounts, instant access to threads if you just download the app. It just it. works. They, f- Facebook is like prehistoric and everyone makes fun of it, but everyone is on Facebook. Even if you're not actively using it, everyone is on there, at least for messages or just to see what their friends are up to. This is a more topical version for those accounts and for those people where it is more current, more in the moment. And I think... I don't think Twitter's going to die because they don't who, like what defines them dying. It's a private company now. He bought it. He's already yep. out all that money. Like all he has to do is just keep it alive. That's that's not what I I don't think I'm worried about that. I I could care less. All I want is for Threads to be significant enough for me to not have to use Twitter. If enough people are on Threads, that rids me of Twitter. And Same. I will be gone. I, yeah, what I'm doing, I'm listening, but I was using threads, and I got to say... It's pretty yeah, it's, solid. Uh, it's better than I thought it was going to be. If anyone's going to do it, it's Zuckerberg. I definitely got to unfollow some people and make it tech only, because that's what I like about my Twitter. Is like, I, don't, I don't see like... Oh, yeah, I didn't and, take Me and Chelsea over. are having our fourth child. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> like, I didn't take you. all that stuff I'm trying to see threads. when iOS 17 beta 4 is dropping, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is why I love Twitter, and I don't So we're hopeful Facebook. for threads? I'm very. I mean, I mean, I, I want to make that my cool. default, whatever you call micro blogging or whatever you call Twitter service. Like, I want to not have yeah. to use Twitter. And if Threads is the one, like Threads, I feel like is the best chance to get a yes. real alternative. Very like much. Guys, the best follow chance, me yeah. at I'm Sam Cole on Threads. Did you follow me though, bro? I, don't I followed Andrew you. Edwards right away. Who follow me you? right away before the show. Dude, I, I know also, not to you come got verified without... before they make you pay for that shit. Who? Me? You. You've been verified for a long time. Oh, yeah. They verified me. They contacted me to verify me. I was like, what the heck? Okay. <laughs> okay. God, I wish. Okay. I, 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 I started paying for verification on Twitter for Apple Track. Why would you pay it them is, versus paying it Instagram? Is, My question. It is... Uh, that's a whole other thing. Well, also, it you is didn't stupid pay for his personal what, account. What the algorithm bump is, dude. 
Tweets yeah. that would get 30, 40 K views on verified are doing 300 K 400 K. Like now that it, threads it, it, is here. Would you get verified on Instagram to get the bump in both apps? It I, is so. I, it is the meta check a bump? I thought it was just like. Oh, maybe not. Actually, I am. Ver- I did. Ver- I did verify I, I don't myself know. on uh, meta stuff. What you you what? I verified myself on meta stuff. So you're paying. Yeah, it's fourteen ninety nine a month, uh, and especially like while people are signing up for threads and finding me, I feel like that's important right now. Well, my um, Twitter account, I already have four hundred fifty thousand followers, whatever. Uh, but I think people coming into threads that are funneling in, it's important that they see that that you know that's actually me. Oh, you did. Okay, here's the thing about uh, verification on Instagram. Mm. Uh, they make you use your legal name. Mm. So in the hypothetical where maybe someone my understanding goes by though, a different you name, can a, you can use a last initial. Mm, my understanding is you can use a last initial. Because so my be Andrew E. John Prosser is not my legal name. So, and I'm using that. Oh, wait, wait. Didn't you have to submit your documentation? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say this. I tried to get verified on Meta. You did. They denied me. Interesting. Really? Yes. But if you used a last initial. I, I, I'll try again. Yeah, I'll try, try again. Sam. Try Sam K. Yep, that matches your legal name, and because I know I know women who are content creators who don't want their real name out there for obvious mm-hmm. reasons, and so they just went with like a last initial, and it worked. But then, will people be able to find me if I'm just Sam K? Your well, username. you can still have whatever your at is. Yeah, your username can be whatever. It's just the, what displays on your profile page, and then it's going to be verified anyway. It's fifteen bucks a month, like. Wh- but they're actually verifying you. No, no, I. Like, if actually, you're going to pay for one, I get yeah, it. Yeah, they're but actually like, verifying you with your I ID. Also ju- and- no, I just still hate that anyone can buy a check mark because. <laughs> but that that's I don't, I don't it's, mind it. it's, Elon it's fucked dumb. it up. As long as it, no, no, I know. As long as you're I, actually I, verified, like right. like for me. It was very helpful in my feed to see tweets from people Same. with a larger voice. Same. <laughs> like it was very helpful. And dude, literally people I know are getting trolled by accounts on Twitter regularly. And like, I, I'm just going to say this and maybe this is just like me salty because I'm not verified on meta. But like when I see somebody on Instagram that has 400 followers, oh, it's me guys. It's the real Jack. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you're paying. You're paying fifteen. Like you, you could buy Netflix, but instead you're you're paying <laughs> so you have a blue check. <laughs> ne- but paying for Netflix is like paying the garbage people to come dump the garbage on your driveway. I know. I just, I, I, I just <laughs> feel like the culture of buying a check is cringe. It it's is ruined the coolness for me. It's ruined the coolness. I listen. I felt cool and elite with my check mark. I felt, dude. I remember exactly where I was the day I got verified. I was uh, this. I'm. I'm not fucking with you. Can we not That's say that? I was lame. sitting right in Don't that say fucking it chair. Stop. You can stop I was right having now. a bad fucking day, and Apple Track got verified, and I felt for the first time in my career like I fucking built something. Why? 
I felt validated by by Twitter saying you're a you're a reputable news source. I felt like I could finally compete with nine to five Mac and Mac rumors. But that's not what it means. For the first time, it has never meant you are reputable. You're a celebrity. You're important. It's only meant you are who you say you are. That's what it's. Other people took it to me more than that, but it's always meant you are who you say you are. So when someone else pays for it and puts their ID, they're getting what the original intent always was. See what I'm saying? Yes. I I, I get it. It's just like, why do I need to know that Jack Wolk <laughs> is yeah, Jack? Right. Like, nobody's fucking like, oh my God, is this actually you, Jack? I don't know. Am I, is this I an out of touch take? Is this a cringe take? little i think it is a little Small bit amount. it's it's it's, <laughs> it's you can cringe, say that it's cringe when people think verification is cool i guess for me because it's yeah, no i i felt cool as hell to me like i didn't yeah. feel and now cool everybody's I cool verified. i i, I felt, felt like that's because okay, you were already now, cool andrew now now i can stop people who try to pretend they're me to get free products from companies at their at saying they're me that they're going to review like that's happened to me so many times and then it's that helps stop it yeah i that in fact when i signed up for threads i tried to go on as andrew schmedwards and they didn't <laughs> let me <laughs> yeah by the way to clarify i'm not saying the cool was the only value at like that's not why i'm mad i'm that's mad because now it, yeah yeah the, the actual value was like when people like social proof look at social a controversial tweet from me people are like that he actually said that that's yeah. him yeah, but yeah. now the lines are so much more blurry. That that's what I'm saying. If like, I had I a dollar you. for every time I fell for the Elon parody account, oh yeah, huh. yeah. How is that not banned? By the way, parody is allowed if you say it's parody. In the and game. also, Elon adding another badge next to the badge is just admitting that the, that he stupid. fucked up. Yep. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. so the badges mean something? That's why. Okay, but now there's two because you fucked up the first one. So. So it sounds like we agree. We do. We, like we at the end that, of the that, episode, that threads, we agree. Threads could be something. And I, I will say, I, I was skeptical about a Twitter competitor, but like, if anyone's going to do it, it's this one right here. It's this app. Yeah, I, I'd say this. If app it's best not shot. this one, it's Blue Sky. The uh, rest listen, of them, they don't count. Blue Sky, I've tried. It's, it's not really it. I'm gonna be straight. It's, it's not really it. I feel like Mastodon. From a, feel from a feel perspective, like from a the feeling when you use a perspective, Mastodon is the closest to old school Twitter, but yeah. it's just not the easiest thing to get into. No, it's yeah, so it's old school bro. Twitter in a world where no one remembers old school Twitter, right? Except it, for us. Listen, Mastodon is a it. It's just like I feel the same way about his folding phones. It took me six tries to make an account. When did you do that? Uh, let's see. I started back in like November of last year. Then I tried to get in December. Then I think I finally got my account in account in February or March. I finally got through. It's it's they, way they, easier now. They like yes, they had to is. make it. It's way easier now. Yes, uh, but like with Mastodon. Clients, but yeah, it was the, the, it was terrible. The culture of Mastodon would be like you call it the bird app. Don't say the word Twitter on here. Like stupid. Right. Stupid. It, it, it's a lot of cringe elitists who are like, I hate Elon and everybody needs to know. It's like the John Prosser yeah. type where it's just like, bro, we get <laughs> you don't like Elon. Just it's OK. Well, Andrew Edwards, thank you so much for coming yes. on our show for the Guys, third time. Show. For the show. third I, time. I, I, I hope. Sarah done, though? I'm trying to. I'm trying to oh, oh she's like on six. Five. Oh, bro. 
I mean, you can't compete with Sarah Dietschy. She's Sarah Dietschy. I'm, I'm trying to just be right there. <laughs> and then you got to come on next week. <laughs> it's like yeah. you know how SNL has like, uh, yes. I forget who they are, but you know, I want to be right there. Okay, we'll get we'll get you. I mean, I My think you are already in our list of guests. I can't hear of what you're but... saying. My AirPods Max, done. No warning. Okay, Andrew Edwards, oh. thank you so much <laughs> for coming like on the show. On. Is there anything that you want to promote before you leave? Hit me up on threads, at Andrew. That's it. Hell yeah, let's put all of our threads links down in the description below. I'm going to play the music for Sam because he can't hear anything. I can't plug these fucking headphones in because Apple got rid of the headphones. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I've got it. (laughs) How the... Here we go. This is called the Genius Bar. Thank you so much, Andrew Edwards. Don't end the show. I'm not hitting the button until I'm back, by the way. Oh, I hit it. You can't hit it. Hit Don't it. you Bye. fucking hit it. See you next week. He hit it. Don't you <laughs> See you next week, it. everybody. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I've already hit it. It's over. You can't hit we'll see you guys next week. It's been hit. Hopefully, hopefully you have a great it's time. Not been it's hit. been it's hit. It's been I hit I love now. you guys so much. See you next week. No, Goodbye. I hit the button. I hit the button, all right? Oh, and we'll there's one thing twice? I do. And there's one thing I do around here. I hit the button. Hit the button. button. And, hit the button. Andrew Edwards, thanks so Andrew much for Edwards, coming everybody. on. Yeah. Yay. Andrew promoted his stuff. Uh, I took care of did all the you, paperwork. Uh, did you count my genius part goes dark up here? <gasps> Fourth time. Fourth time. No, you, you were only on one other time before this on this format. You, you've been what? on three total times. Yeah. Wait, did genius part goes dark make it three? I thought I did this twice. No. You've just had us on your show so much. Oh, that might be the confusion. So. All right, uh, we'll see you guys next week. This is a good time. Andrew, did you enjoy your time at the Genius Bar? Great time. Great to yeah. come up right now, right? Yeah. This was a great, fun conversation. I had a good time. Talk. Every single topic we talked about, I enjoyed.